Blog Talk Radio. Man, what's wrong with these bitches? Dope, talking up the neck. While they running at their mouth, I'll be running up a jet. On a jet, in a sushi with this goofy from Tibet. She's fat, introduced me to this dude, she used to flat. Now he's fat, I got Louis, I got Gucci, got this step. I got soap, it's all on me, on me, trippin' while I Lined up for y'all. Y'all already know what it is. It's Friday. So before y'all go head out, but if y'all already out, if y'all in there chilling, y'all know what it is. Y'all tuned in to OG Radio. And we appreciate you 130%. We definitely, definitely do. Um, we got a good show lined up for y'all, man. We're going to talk some sports. We're going to talk some entertainment. We're going to talk relationships with the karma reply around like 920 with my girl Amethyst. Uh, keep a lock for that. Um, 
we're gonna get into it. I got a couple new joints to play today. I got one from Chanel Ellis. And I got one from Xavier two times. Two Deflu joints that I definitely played. I mean that I definitely had to play this coming this thing coming around, man. So check out what I got coming up, man. We also have um we'll do some shout outs today, man. Um, I know football season is coming to an end for my football kids, so I definitely want to shout out to my whole Tiny Mike football team as we go into our tournament um, bowl game uh, tomorrow morning. Um, so definitely shout out to the whole staff, shout out to the, the coaches, shout out to the parents. Um, I appreciate all the parents putting up with us coaches. I know it's rough putting up with us. Um, we just try to do the best that we can, and we try to make sure – that your kid has the best experience with us. So I definitely appreciate that. Also, I want to give a big shout-out, and uh, let's get them to our um, our RCP Eagles cheerleaders, our national championship Eagles cheerleading team, as they uh, get ready for they, um, their competition season. So they got a competition tomorrow. So shout-out to all the coaches. Shout out to all the cheerleaders, shout out to all the cheer moms, cheer parents, cheer dads, all y'all. Uh, make sure y'all bring back a trophy. You already know what we expect from y'all. Y'all already know what it is. We love y'all. Uh, go be great. Have a safe trip down there and a safe trip back. Um, and do what y'all do best. Bring home a, bring home a medal. Bring home a trophy. Um, also, shout out to all of the other levels on the Robbins Cow Park Eagles organization that are going into the playoffs. They qualify for the playoffs, so 8U, 9U, 10, 11, 12U. Uh, definitely go into the playoffs and do damage, guys. Make sure y'all, you know, play well, play respectful, and make sure, you know what I'm saying, y'all, y'all go find these playoffs, man. Let's bring home a chip. I want the same thing, man. So definitely shout out to all the kids in Pop Warner who are uh, still participating in the playoffs. Um it's a long season being a football coach, but uh, I wouldn't have it no other way as far as I want it. And it's um, definitely, definitely what it is. Right now, like I said, the NBA has started back with full vengeance. Um, there's been some great games going on in Brooklyn. And 76ers are playing right now. I'm going to get you all to score into the game. I think they're going into overtime. Um, I'm most proud to see is LaMarcus Aldridge back on the court. I already know people like, why you ain't talking about Kyrie? Look, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But I want to shout out to LaMarcus Aldridge, man, who had to abruptly retire last year because of a blood clot and heart condition. So, first and foremost, man, I'm glad that he um, is still healthy enough to play the game, uh, still understand enough to play the game, still able to move and, and be with his family, number one. That's the number one thing. Um, number two, have the blessing of his family to be able to uh, continuously play the game, you know, uh, go through all the tests, all the screenings and everything that he had to go through to get back on the court um, to come to find out that, you know, the diagnosis diagnosis was a little bit off and to the fact that, yes, even though he had the the situation going on with his health, that that would not stop him from competing at the highest level. So to see LaMarcus Argent back on the court, it's an amazing feat, man, because a lot of people don't come back from conditions that's dealing with blood clots and hearts and things of that sort. Like, cause that's the main reason Chris Bosch retired a little bit earlier than normal. Um, I really wish would have, I could have saw uh, 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 Bosch and Wade play a couple of years together without LeBron to see 
Bosch really flourish in that new role to be able to um, have a little bit more touches, to be more assertive, to be more of uh, a, a go-to scorer. Not to say that um, he wasn't in, in Miami in the big three, but his role was more condensed than LeBron and Dwayne. So you got to see half of what Le- of what Bosch really was. So at that, t- that point in time, he fit into a role. He fitted well, and he won two championships, so you can't take that away from him. But I was really excited to see Bosch be uh, more of a number two option or number one option, like Dwayne be number two. It didn't really matter to me. I probably didn't matter to them. But to be able to, be able to see uh, him in that role would have been something that I think we really would have really would have really would have wanted to see. Yeah. So um, as far as the Kyrie situation, um, yeah, we talking sports right now. Before I get into some music, um, it's it's that's really a choice of him, him and his family. So off off GP off off just the strength of everything that's going on. Um, I would agree with anybody to. Um, take the right steps and make sure that, you know, um, the things that you want, you be able to go get, you be able to go do, um, you're able to go pursue, um, because at the end of the day, that's, that's what counts because we, um, you know, we, we want to make sure y'all understand that that's how, um, you know, we feel about the situation. I mean, um, I don't think the NBA is fully a hundred percent vaccinated, but at the end of the day, I mean, come on, let's 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 do what we do. Um, let's take the right precautions, take the right steps, and just do what's best for your family. So I, I can't wait to see Kyrie back on the court. Hopes he he gets back on the court and able to do what he want to do. Uh, as of right now, man, you know the NBA season gonna keep rolling. Uh, unfortunately, without him, and uh, shout out to my Bulls who are doing damage to uh, to the to the Pelicans. So um, I know it's different seeing. Uh, um, the Bulls in the in the in the light to where they're really doing damage to people. Um, yeah, the Bulls are up one twenty one and ninety nine in the fourth late fourth quarter. Um, the Rockets are beating the Thunder one sixteen to eighty nine with two minutes and forty two minutes left in the fourth. Halftime, the Nuggets are up by three on the Spurs and. Uh, I'm, I'm going through the scores. I know. Uh, and the Nets came back and beat the 76 114 and 109. That is a couple scores I get into some a little bit later. So right now we're still getting into some music. This is one of the new drinks I'm going to play. This is from my man Xavier. Two times it's called Poison. Live right here, OG Radio, man. Let's get it.
were blurred Anticipating one more you wanted Been playing cool But it's sad I'm feeling like a fool Still I managed to be fair to you Instead of the seeing times I came with you But I didn't listen I just kept Energy to me, you're mine. 
the the favorite hour of everybody on each Friday night. It's Common Reply. My girl Amethyst, what's up? Happy Friday. Like, I'm so glad that it is Friday. Now, this week, it seemed like it took us a while to get there. I don't know why. It seemed like this week was extra slow. I don't know. We was in slow motion. We was in definitely slow motion this week. I don't know what was going on, but we was in real <laughs> slow motion. And I don't like it. No, 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 no. I guess maybe because we're about to officially go into fall within the next couple yeah. of days, it seems like it might be official. We might be getting there. Yeah, it's getting cold. So, I mean, I'll be knowing. Go ahead. Good evening, and welcome to the Caramel What's Your Scoop Reply Segment with Amethyst. If this is your first time tuning in, let me explain a little bit about this segment. If you have a story, question, or topic that you would like for me to get my opinion on, you can send me an email at the Caramel Reply Amethyst at gmail.com. And as always, don't worry, you can remain anonymous. So tonight, I definitely have two good stories for you. So I'm going to call this the double scoop. So for question one, the topic is the X versus the next. Present soap operas, are they real or fake? I received a question from Linda May. Linda, what's your scoop? Hi, Amethyst. Girl, let me tell you what's going on. Oh, my God, where do I start? You see, my life is like a soap opera. Some people think soap operas are mere entertainment, but I can relate. But anyway, my baby daddy been tripping lately. He mad because I told him that every time I see his ex, his other baby's mother, with the title of mother she doesn't deserve, she be bumping her gums and acting really crazy. She always has something to say when she see me on the street, at the mall, a restaurant, or wherever. Let me tell you some of the things she said. You won't have him for long, or he was with me last night. And he sees his son every day, and he can't get enough of me. This is the type of stuff that makes me that does not make me jealous or angry. I just keep looking at her and just keep walking. But the problem is, around him, she acts perfect. She's loving and acts about my son. And he always tells me, she's not like that. Why are you being petty, Linda? She genuinely wants me to be happy. He feels as though I'm making this crap up. I told him that I'd be minding my own business and she goes out of her way to annoy me. I am irritated because the more I complain to him, the more agitated he seems to become. To make things worse, last night she called my cell phone ten times anonymously. The calls start as soon as he walks in the door. But again, he says it's not her. You are paranoid. I'm about to lose my mind. This house is no longer a home. What will it take for him to believe me and put this stalker in her place? She must be an ex for a reason. Amethyst, what should I do? 
Hi, Linda. Thank you for your submission. This is some real, serious, soap opera-ish, real life, not new drama playing out in your life. TV versus real life is not too much different. Girl, I feel you because when people play games and hide their true colors, it is definitely difficult to peel off all of the multiple layers. Oh, the web we weave when we first try to deceive. This is especially true since she was a part of your boyfriend's life before you. Linda, take a deep breath and relax. You got difficult as you think. Let me say this. Your first mistake is allowing her childish antics to get to you. She knows how to push your buttons, and you are co-signing this nonsense by reacting while she presses all the right ones. Seriously, Linda, she wants to make your life miserable because she is miserable. However, take this in. Your significant other knows her. You do not. Obviously, she charms him and more than likely calls him to pretending to be upset, boo-hooing, and playing the victim. She will use whatever tactics she can to stay a part of his life. It is not about the baby. Linda, this is all on him, as he should be standing up for you because he knows you. He feels he is in the middle. Essentially, he is but one-sided. Maybe she's threatening to keep his son from him, so he does not want to make her upset. Sometimes females does play this card. Men plays this card as well. I don't know. Just consider this. He needs to fix this monstrosity ASAP. Since he's an idiot, you need to capture her on video and keep track of all her calls so you will have proof. Show this to him. If he still talks out of the side of his neck, give him an ultimatum and already have your exit plan in place if he falters again. If he won't change for your son, you have to. Linda, you have to respect yourself. If it is not given, take it. Good luck. Just deep. It sounds like some. I don't. I don't know why it sounds like some real Tyler Perry stuff going on. To where Maury Povich. Maury too. I mean, like you said, um, it's his baby mama, not his ex. So it's his baby mama doing this stuff to his mm-hmm. current girlfriend, right? So I mean, this is simple, man. Fam, she got two options. She could change her number, so she ain't got to deal with short. Like just change her number, whatever. But I feel like. Um, number one, the male, the the guy should go check his baby mama. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, you know, go sit down mm-hmm. and talk to her and let her know, like, yo, this ain't that no more. Don't disrespect my lady. This one with. Look, we 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 co-parenting. That's all we doing. I ain't over there doing. I, I don't want you. I ain't got no time for you. Look, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be to that point to where. Number one, she could change her number, or she could just block her, or if she see anonymous numbers, don't pick them up. Because if I see numbers, I don't know. I don't pick them up. That don't mean I'm I'm having it just, you know, I don't know numbers. So it's like, you know, don't pick up a number you ain't never seen. You know, it is what it is. You know, some people just run away from bill collectors. But I feel like the man should, um, I feel like the guy should stand up for it. That's your lady. If, if that's your lady, you know what I'm saying, and that's the woman you want to be with, that's who you you currently rocking with right now. 
you should stand up to her. And let, one, that's going to assure two things. One, it's going to let your girl know that you rock with her 100%, that you have her back, and that you're going to make sure you do mm-hmm. everything your your power to, you know, sh- and let her know that, hey, no, I got your back. Two is the reason because you need to tell your baby mama, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, whatever's going on is over with. You know, like, y'all just got a kid together. It didn't work between y'all, and that's it. So he got to, he got to, as a man, you got to, you got to put the hammer down, draw the line and and let them both know, like, hey, look, I'm going to fight for you. I got your back and tell old girl, like, look, this ain't what it is. You're my baby mama. That's it. We don't, we don't rock together no more, whatever. But she could just be crazy and don't care. She'll go through all that unnecessary and push come to show, bro. You got to get the police involved, bro. Just to show, just show the baby mama you ain't being, you ain't, you not, you not playing no games. It's like, it's serious. Like, look. Stop harassing my girlfriend. That's not cool. You know we we ain't know that. And if she can't respect okay. that man, just take the just take the legal steps. Because once you take legal steps, man, somebody gonna bag off. They don't want no. They don't want no smoking no jail cell. So she gonna get either get her mind right or she gonna gonna stop it all together. So I think the guy can uh, eliminate a lot of this BS if he just stand up on his own too. You know what I'm saying? Be, do what a man's supposed to do, and you know let the baby mama know yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that once he realized that, you know, to take it seriously, because as long as he felt like that he could pin them against each other, like it's her word versus her word, he's going to continue to use that leverage until he does something about it. Yeah. Before getting into the next question, for the caramel reply, there's definitely some current news that I think that we should talk about. Mm-hmm. Something needs to be done in Hollywood, but it makes no sense to me that you have people who are dying on set because of mishandling of fake prop firearms. This is what I do not understand because recently Alex Baldwin he was involved in a fatal shooting where he ended up killing a crew member, Helnaya Hutchins. But sadly, this has happened in Hollywood before. If people know Brandon Lee, the son of Bruce Lee from The Crow, he was shot on set and died before the filming for The Crow was actually finished by another faulty prop gun. And this also happened to another actor, John Eric Hexum, when he was on the show The Cover Up. Supposedly, the gun was not supposed to contain any bullets. But the force from the gunpowder for him was so strong that it killed him instantly. So I don't understand why things like this are allowed to happen. Like, you're supposed to have somebody that's supposed to test the gun. That's the whole point of you having specialists there. How do they keep letting these mistakes happen? That's why I don't understand that there's something that needs to be done. Yeah, I thought they posted one, number one. Number one, I thought they posted shoot blanks because there are bullets that are just blanks. They don't need Right, but somehow they're they're being killed by the blanks. That's what happened on the cross. It's supposed to be like it was like a rubber blank. That was supposed to be shot at him, but it hit him in his head. It was a prop gun. 
Yeah, I think somebody need to um whoever is like the uh specialist, um, they need to either be more aware of what's going on or you need to do a test run. And I think it is it is like bullets that or it is ways to shoot a gun and get the same reaction without an actual uh shot or somebody being shot. I mean there's so many precautions that you could take to secure um real life action in movies. Um, I just feel like somebody is mm-hmm. officially dropping the ball on this. I feel like this is not a one person's job. I feel like it's a um I wanna say uh, like uh testing uh, testing problem. I would wanna say mm-hmm. that it is a um uh, training problem because you're training people who never use guns how to use guns. Um, so the people who are doing the training of these situations and the people who mm-hmm. have created the rule book on these situations, they need to be brought to justice. They need to be um, talked to, evaluated to understand and show them, like, yeah. okay, what other precautions can we take? Because we are taking lives. We're trying to create a scene and we and, and we go from being a scene to a massacre and that's not you know, um, just like this thing of people who come to work, they want to go home too. Like she didn't expect to go to work and mm-hmm. that'd be her last day. I mean, something as simple as being on a movie set, you know, it supposed to be so many protected precautions to where no matter what go on, the per- the people that's on set, the actors, everyone um, is safe. So I just think it's a training mm-hmm. training situation in the, in the rural situation that needs to be thoroughly evaluated so we can understand what's really going yeah. on in these movies and, and these people can go back home to their loved ones and and, and be happy about the, the uh, movie and the production that they were a part of and they put together and be able to show their family off whether now that family has to bury a family member and just for going to work so um, I just think that the, the right people need to be talked to and they need yeah. to be evaluated Yes, I think that they should remove prop guns altogether since this seems to be an issue. Mm-hmm. There is so much technology nowadays that you know that right. you can make it realistic. They have the CGI, the mm-hmm. editing, the green screen. You know, Hollywood has the budget for that. To me, they need to leave the prop guns alone. If you have a prop gun, you don't need to fire it. You could just yeah. use it for demonstration purposes, and that's it. Right. Also, another topic that I've seen, I've seen lately that there has been a lot of suicides going on. Yeah, that's that's something else. I saw a post on Facebook that there was this mother who was tired of dealing with depression, and she committed suicide and left her two kids behind. I also feel that people, that they missed the sign of suicide, prevention because there's a lot of instances where just say for instance you had a party and you was with your friend or your loved one and you guys had the best night of your life you think that everything is fine then they go home the next day and you realize that they committed suicide everybody that presents themselves as happy and maybe on top of the world or a go lucky person that they're secretly suffering on the inside Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24 hours a day. My phone number is 
888-268-8255. You can also call if you suspect someone might be suicidal, and you can give them their name and their contact information, and someone will actually reach out to that person and talk to them. So I think that it's really important that if possible, people could keep this number rotating that I know has been out there for a while. But sometimes right. people that they might forget, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in that time of need. Yeah, I think And I then think the last thing that I... Go ahead. I think you're 100% right on that. And the only thing I do want to say about um, suicide prevention is just check on your strong friends. The friends that's always, you know, they always happy. Uh, they always making sure you mm-hmm. good. You have to check on your strong friends. The ones that's always checking on y'all, you have to sometimes always put give that energy back. You can't always take and take mm-hmm. and take from somebody. When you're going through something, you always blowing up their line. But then when they need somebody, y'all, we not, you know, people are not available. So always checking your strong friends and always allow that person to vent to you sometimes. Don't always call them with a problem. Sometimes let them get stuff off their chest. Let them relieve some of their stress and whatever they do. Sometimes it's do something nice for that person. Good. Do something nice for that person to let them know, like, hey, it ain't always, I ain't always over here just to throw my, throw my shade or just throw all what I got going on. So I just say mm-hmm. check on your strong friends, man. Make sure they straight. And, and sometimes give them that ear that they may need. So I always do that. Yes, because sometimes you have to offer it because, you know, you have some people that's like, okay, I'm not going to do anything for you unless you ask me. But it's okay if you do things for me and I could depend on you, you know, for whatever it may be. But a lot of times people, if they're a strong person, they don't feel comfortable asking for help. So I think that that's something that people should consider, too, because all the time the person won't present it to you. You might have right. to ask how was their day. They might not just dump it all on you, especially if they're not accustomed to doing that. Because, you know, not right. everybody is as open. Some people I agree. Time. Right. But for the Marvel fans, supposedly that there is supposed to be a World War Hulk movie that's in production. Now, do you think that this movie is right on time, or do you think it's a little bit too late? Because there's also supposed to be a She-Hulk um, series coming to Disney+. Plus. Or it seems like, like I said before, it seems like that they're slowly building into the new Avengers. That that's what it seems like is kind of going on. Like we got the Black Widow replacement. We're going to have the Hawkeye replacement. And I guess the She-Hulk could possibly be the Hulk's replacement. What you think? Uh, number one, I feel like, yes, it is too late for uh, a Hulk movie the uh, Planet Hulk movie mm-hmm. because you gave us that glimpse of it when you did, who was it, the last Hulk movie? I mean, not the last Thor movie. So you gave us a glimpse uh, of Thor, that. Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, Ragnarok. You gave us a glimpse of that when in Ragnarok. So if you were going to do that, mm-hmm. you could have spent that right after uh, Ragnarok. It would have been a perfect scenario because it, it would have kind of been like, okay, now we find out what Hulk was doing when he left and then when he finally come mm-hmm. back. So you you dropped the ball on that. So I would just tell him to go into She-Hulk because we got enough for the Hulk, but that would have been a nice, like, intervene, like, situation. You could even did a little series on it. 
you ain't had to do a movie. You could have did a series on it, you know, tied to the to the uh, movie and kept it moving. So I feel like it was mm-hmm. a little bit too late. So I mean, don't don't do mm-hmm. it now because it's 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 out of it's out of place with the storyline. So I feel like you missed you missed the storyline spot for that. Uh, the She Hulk. Uh, yeah. You can kind of really, you know, if you're going to start doing the intro of Phase 4, I mean, she is part of Phase 4, so, I mean, it's, it's right on schedule. So, I don't know how they how they doing it with their plan, but I would say no to the Hulk, and I would say yes to She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we're going to go into question number two for the Caramel Reply. This topic is family squabble. I received a question from Miracle. Miracle, what's your scoop? Dear Amethyst, my three-year-old daughter does not like hugs. She will push you away, fold her arms, and say, no, my space. My daughter's name is Miracle the Second. And when she was a baby, she always frowned when given a kiss on the forehead or cuddled or when she was hugged. Most of the time, she will accept hugs from me. My husband and our family thought that it was so cute, and we actually laughed about it. As she became a little older, I shared with her that if you do not want to be hugged, it's okay, although it hurt my feelings. I understood. I asked her why would she allow me to hug her, and she said, because you are the only one that does not say mean things to me. And when they want me to hug them, I am not comfortable. They try to force me, and I don't like it. This is called bad feelings amongst family members. I tell them not to take it personal. This is right to say no to a hug, and you should not be forced. But she ridicules. She is ridiculed even more. Long story short, sometimes grown folks need to teach little folks that it is okay to have some respect, that they should be understood, and that it is wrong to pressure anyone into something, especially children. Amethyst, what should I do? Hi, Miracle. Thank you for your submission. First of all, this is your daughter. And whether family or friends like it or not, you gave the parental right to raise your little one as you see fit. It is really unfortunate that people do not understand how impressionable young minds are. Secondly, they should not be rallying with her to protect her personal space. These idiots should be helping her to come to terms with her decisions. Where is the protection for her? She has the right to want to give a hug or not to give a hug. Next, I believe in what you told your daughter about her personal space. Thanks for telling her that it's okay to say no to anything that makes her feel uncomfortable. Third, since this began when she was an infant, do you know that she was predisposed to this emotion? On the other hand, if she continues to grow, still encourage her to speak out about any uncomfortable situation. It may just be a hug now, but you never know. Going forward, have a strong intellectual conversation with family and friends about overstepping the boundaries set by your daughter. 
crossing them on the ridicule as well because mind games affect children and teach them that they do not have a voice and no choice. Perhaps it's best for them to stay away from your daughter until they learn to accept her for who she is. Continue loving, teaching, and respecting your angel. Good luck, Miracle, and I hope that this was helpful. I agree with the baby. And what do you think about that? I agree 100% <laughs> with the baby. Um, my niece, my niece Destiny is like, um, if she don't know you, she not finna give you no hug. She ain't finna dap you up. She ain't rocking with you. But you know what? That's why I love her because she's understanding that everybody ain't cool. And that's one of the things that I love about my nieces, but especially her, that she just ain't gullible. I'm not saying gullible, but you know, our mm-hmm. kids, they just let anybody hug them. No, my, my niece ain't with it. She she don't hug everybody. Yeah. She been like that for the longest. Um, my auntie and her just started hugging. Like one of my, I'm dead serious. Like she will always roll her ass to <laughs> my auntie. Like I ain't gotta like you, but as she got older, she stopped because she ne- she didn't see my auntie enough. So she kind of always looked at her like she was a stranger. So I mean, I understand it and I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been times where new people have came, uh, come around. And she ain't, they be like, oh, Destiny, give me a hug. She'll look at him with the rolly eyes. She'd be like, nope. And then uh, it came to a point where she was just dapping him. Like, all right, there you go. And they would look, everybody looked at me, and I'm like, <laughs> so? Look at me all y'all want to. My niece ain't got to hug everybody. Like, whatever. She, That's not nice. What you mean? She don't know them. She ain't got to hug everybody she sees. It's because she a baby. I feel like mm-hmm. when... People see babies, they think automatically, well, let me hug your baby. Let me touch. No, you don't have to touch the baby. You can say, oh, you can, like, (laughs) touch their hands or something like that. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's me because I've always seen people see, like, newborn babies that, like, not infant infants, but, like, one or two, like, one to, like, five years old, six years old. Everybody want to pick up the baby, hug the baby, all this. I'm like, forget that. When I have Mm -hmm. a baby and my son, like, walking around, like, five, six, don't pick him up. Stop picking them up. Like, get yeah, boy. Let them fall down, get dirty, do all that greatness and all that stuff. Like, let them be a boy. Like, nah, don't pick them up. Like, my niece, like, my youngest niece, she in the tennis. She in the gymnastics. And, and like, she's seven now. So, she, like, she'll dap up people. She don't know you. She'll, all right, she'll dap you have value. But she not trying to hug on everybody. And my oldest niece, she's 18 now. But when she was little, she would not let everybody hug me. If she didn't know them, she would be like, don't touch my Uncle Princeton. It would be women trying to come give me a hug that I know, that I know. And she'd be like, no, you can't hug him. And they'd be like, oh, she's cute. Like, no, she's not playing to hug me. Like, seriously. You can give me a high five or something, <laughs> but she's not going. And they was like, oh, you shouldn't teach her that. I'm like, no. To be honest, I would teach kids that, that everybody does not have to hug you. Everybody don't have to be like, all up on you, hug mm-hmm. you, touch you. I feel like as adults, right, we it's, should. That's very true. And, 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 and kids, they. That yeah. pattern. Yeah, right. that pattern comes from, like, when they're little. And then all the time, that it could be somebody that they be around a lot. And they might just not want to give that person a hug. Right. Not and, saying that, that they would, like, mean to them or cruel. They might just not feel comfortable. Because, you know, right. everybody is not a hugger. I know it right. seems odd, but everybody is not like, oh, I want to hug everybody. 
sometimes they have certain people they will hug, and then the other people they could pass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people act like it, like it's something wrong with little kids when they don't hug. No, they don't have little kids don't gotta hug you. Like I I like little kids who don't hug everybody. Dap me up, keep it moving. I don't know you. I don't know where your hands been at. But um, it's, it's grown <laughs> it's grown people who ain't hugging. It's grown people who don't hug. Now mm-hmm. I don't do the hugs, and that's okay. I don't expect everybody I walk up to hey, give me a, like any female I walk up to say hi to. I don't expect them to give me no hug, to give me a little dap or. Give me the 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 the, the side shoulder hug, the tap on the back, half <laughs> hug. Like that's cool. You ain't gotta be all trying to hug everybody like that. It's like it, it, you don't need that. And I feel like kids always give it to us a hundred. The kids don't hold back. Like a kid to tell you if your breath stink, if uh, your head nappy. Like kids are mm-hmm. ruthless. Kids, kids, kids have no filter. They they are none at all. So if the kids but say they, they don't no want to hug on you, they don't care about your feelings. They don't. At all. They don't know no better. <laughs> they just t- telling their ideas. And like I said, I honestly feel and hope that the adults in the family don't take this no way and try to pressure her into hugging on people, pressure her to be uh, like touchy with people. Like, nah, you don't. She don't need to be touchy with people. Nah, let her do her and let her be happy. So. I applaud this little girl, and I am so proud of her. That's all I want to say because she's already at the age where she's young enough to understand, to get, and to 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 see that okay, I don't have to hug everybody. I don't know you like that, and that right there is going to prevent her from being in other bad situations, and that is going to carry the weight with her like farther down the line in life. And um, I'm mm-hmm. just proud of that little girl for understanding at an early age that. Just because I'm a baby, you ain't got no. I don't. You don't have to touch me. I don't have to let you touch me. And that right there goes a long okay. way. And I think them parents who was raising that child, I definitely applaud them as well. Mm-hmm. So I have one additional segment mm-hmm. topic. So why? Isn't the WNBA as recognized as the NBA? Now, we all know that the Chicago Sky, they were the recent champions. But I must say that this is the most that I have heard people talking about the Chicago Sky. That to me, that it seemed like that once they made it so far, it seemed like a lot of people was like, okay, maybe we give them the benefit of the doubt. But then after they won, then it's like everybody is like, oh, yeah, I love Skytown because I believe the WNBA has been around, I'll guess, about approximately 25 years. So I know the NBA is more well-known. But why do you think that most people don't really focus on the WNBA as much? It's a few. Th- it's a few things. I mean, one, um, they need that push, and I feel like they need it from the NBA. I feel like I know the NBA. Uh, I think David Stern, uh, when he was here and when he was a commissioner, I think he had a hand in just upstarting the WNBA. But I feel like um, as far as sponsorship, um, should have been another mm-hmm. reason they should have some bigger sponsors. Um, I know they started the thing where they had the sponsorships on the jerseys, 
Um, I think another thing mm-hmm. is revenue. Um, you have to um, help them generate revenue, generate um, um, value in the company. Um, because at the end of the day, it's a business, as a corporation, as a company. So you have to understand. And not only do you need the help of the NBA, um, you need help from these big corporations that sponsor the NBA. They can trickle money down to the WNBA because, you know, um, I feel mm-hmm. like the women should get the same deal the men got as far as the TV contract situations. Um, because, like I said, the WNBA just started getting on ABC, just started being on ESPN a little bit more. Um, they find the time slots for these, but because mm-hmm, they used to always be on uh, WCIU Channel Twenty Six. Yep. Mhm. And I know one time they were on. I don't know if they was on Lifetime, but they was on some channel. I just feel like you have to find the right time slot for these games. Um, I know when they play their season, you know it's better. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that um, the NBA players are more so outspoken with them and I think that started with the late great rest in peace Kobe Bryant because his daughter Gigi mm-hmm. rest in peace to her as well she was an avid WNBA fan and Kobe really was like sitting down with their commission and he was really trying to, he was really devising the plan on how to um, open up and get these women the pay they deserve because when the off season some of these women got to go overseas to play to keep that lifestyle going um, but mm-hmm. so glad for women like uh, Shanae Gumake, uh Candace Parker, and so many other females that have been able to transition over to TV in the off season, where they're on ESPN First Take, they're on Get Up, they're on FS1 as they're on there in the debut, like NBA uh, or the Jump. Um, I just feel like you have to put them mm-hmm. in positions of power to where they put the stars out front. Um, you find these um, good people who want to um, sponsorships, um, uh, distribution deals, mm-hmm. promo Maybe like deals, appearances too. Like yeah, more like appearances too. yeah, I more appearances. Have, like they could like, even go to like colleges. Yeah, go to NBA games. College campuses, uh, would be. College campuses mm-hmm. too. Like just go where you know WNBA um, and, and WNBA is, is is a hotbed, and, and you go to where the female basketball players are really out doing what they do. Um, follow the women who are that's going to college. Talk to these college people. Uh, these NIL money is coming out, so um, it's bigger. It's bigger ways to make money. So I feel like the WNBA needs to thrive with the help of the NBA, um, not just the players, the commissioners. So I feel like with the combination of those things, I feel like the WNBA mm-hmm. is going to go from just surviving to driving. I think I heard them say it on the commercial, don't quote me, but I mean, that's something that I I'm, I am really behind as well, because I've been a WBA fan yeah, since the uh, show. Yeah, I think they should be included. Yeah. I think like, they should be included, because when you hear people talk about Chicago sports, they even leave out the Chicago Fire, the soccer team. Right. Now, I bet you that if they were to win, that people would talk about them then you'll see everybody want to go get a jersey and things like that. So it seems like to me that I think it's almost like a trend that people are only interested, like if they're trending or if it's popular, if other people mm-hmm. are really talking about it. So I mm-hmm. think that they should start having, like, when they have, like, the sports camps, that they should be included in those things, not just, like, you have to go someplace separate just to support the sky. I think they're mm-hmm. supposed to be available, like, if you go – 
to look at the, um, like, if you go to a Blackhawks game or, you know, it needs to be mm-hmm. out there to more places. Yeah, and I feel like I it really has to be that. Um, like I said, I know when I was doing the D-Wade camps, he always had the WNBA women. Um, I know he had some of the sky coming the last couple of years. He had Cappy Pondax. He had Diamond the Shields. He had a lot of females come in, um, WNBA stars, and, and be a part of the camp, not just chill and hang out, like actually like allow them to do drills with the men, with the boys and the girls. Um, it was some girls that wanted to just talk to them. They had like a little um, uh, a basketball one-on-one, a basketballology where people got to sit in and listen to these women talk about, you know, how they got into the game, why they loved the game, and do a Q&A with the WNBA women instead of just doing it with uh, Dwayne Wade. Um, like I said, that's one camp that I know that he's always reached out to the WNBA, and he always had them a part of his camps and, and things of that sort. So, mm-hmm. um, And another thing is, um, I feel like this started not with basketball, but with the women's soccer team. The women's soccer team was winning for some years before they got the publicity that they've got. Yeah. The men, I don't even care, I'm going to say it, been trash for a long ass time. The men's <laughs> soccer team been trash. Now, anybody that watched soccer, I don't know that much about soccer, but I know trash when I see it. And the USA men's team was not doing good <laughs> them last couple of years that the women were, that the women wanted. The last the, the years the women wanted, the men was struggling. Mm-hmm. So I was I was rocking with the women. I'm like, yo, you, we need to ride with these women. It's about USA, and they and they've been on point since forever. And I feel like yeah. the men was getting a lot of respect, and they didn't do nothing. So. Um, I just feel like all the way around, I feel like once the NBA locks in a little bit harder with the WBA, I feel like it's going to come to a point where the women don't have to go overseas and hoop or find another job. They can live off their salary and then build their brands and then get these sponsorships and be all right. So, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we, we in for the low. They have at the United Center. Yeah. You know, they always have those free game seasons. They be giving out mm-hmm. the bobbleheads and all of those things. I, I think, think the, the NBA talk, should give like, out make it some kind of the joint. WNBA game. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And another thing that you don't hear people talking about is the Chicago Wolves. Right, and they was winning. At and all. they was winning. winning. Now, you're supposed to be Chicago. You're supposed to talk about everybody. But I right. noticed that it's only certainties that you hear about. Mm-hmm. So they was actually doing good. Right. And sometimes it was uh the women would just be in the in the in the background but they need mm-hmm. their respect too. They need they they need some love too. And you know, we all here for it. We we are, I'm all here for it. I'm gonna tell you the truth, I'm here for it. I'm with it. I am hundred percent with it. So I mean you know, if I don't, if I don't yeah. do nothing else, I'm gonna support them. Of course, because you know people always like that you're supposed to support and like you're supposed to support all teams, especially when it's like for your city. But I remember I told you before that I have a couple of family members they do not support the Bears. They do not. <laughs> that hurt my family. They are not though. for the Bears. They like they are not uh, for the Blackhawks, and they are not for the Bulls. So. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> 
I don't get that. I guess to each their own, I guess. But there's, I know there's a lot of people like, I don't care if I've been a Chicago team. We don't like no Chicago teams. We don't like the Chicago, even though, even though they are from Chicago. I never understood that, but, you know, it is what it is. So are you looking forward to October coming to an end? We have one week left. And then it's um, the good old November. I'm really not. I know you told me you was excited about Thanksgiving. That's your favorite holiday. I mean, yeah, because I get to eat. You know, I get to, you know, have a cheat day <laughs> from my workouts and eat and all that other stuff. But uh, I don't like to travel because it's looking like I'm going to have to drive again um, back to Tennessee mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. It's kind of a tradition we've been doing. But I don't know about the driving situation, but... Um, one of my family members, my uncle, moved to Tennessee, you know. He's doing his amazing. He's a doctor, so, you know, they, you know, when you're a doctor and they really want you, they help you move to another state. So he moved to Tennessee, um, and he's, you know, he's doing his thing. And we've been made a tradition where we mm-hmm. go to Nashville every year, and we go down there, and we just hang out with him, and, you know, we just do the family thing. But for me personally, mm-mm. I wish I could take a flight. But uh, I can't. Because uh, it's going to be crowded as heck, and I ain't going to make it out of the uh, airport, so I have to do what I have to do. <laughs> um, I'm not looking forward to October because it means getting close to the winter, and I don't like winter, so I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not happy Hopefully at all. Hopefully, it won't be too bad because, like, last winter, I don't think it was extremely, I don't think it was too bad. Not too, too bad as far as things to get. It's like, so. So, like, for my family, it's kind of like it's on the fence. Okay, so I celebrate the holidays with my mom. But, like, over the years, i say, like, it's about 2006, my aunt, she passed away on Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. So it's like ever since then, the Thanksgiving has kind of, that was like the turn. So it's like that's when it started that some people that you might see on Thanksgiving then there's other people that you're definitely not going to see on Thanksgiving. So that, like, kind of changed the holidays. And then a couple of years ago, my grandfather, he passed away. And then my grandmother, she passed away last year. So it's kind of like that some people, like, they look forward to the holidays, and then they don't. And then, like, if we go to her house, it's hard for a lot of people to deal with. You have the memories. But she's mm-hmm. not there in person. And then, like, you have people cooking the food, but it's not the same because she's not there to cook right. the food or play the music or give the jokes or play the card games. Right. So, like, for us, the last couple of years, it's like the holidays are kind of, like, all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's always a good time to get together with people. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, I'm looking forward to eating it. And, you know, going back to Nashville, even though I got to drive, so I guess I'm getting used to this this road trip stuff. I mean, I ain't used to it, but I'm dealing with it the best I can. Uh, It's getting better, that's all I'm going to say. Are you going Mm. to cook? (laughs) No? Mm, um, I guess I can say it because uh, I know people are probably listening, and I do owe them Mm -hmm. surprise. 
I am going to have to make some sweet potato pies this year. As I'm going to do it again, I did it last year, and I'm going to have to do it again. So, uh, I hope this don't get me in trouble. But yes, I will be making pies. So, are you opening for, up the pie shop? I'm not opening up are no you shop. I just up the pie shop. <laughs> I'm not opening up no shop. Okay, just, now just, you might have some people hungry, and they might want to order a pasta. Look, they look the people that know me know with 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 Dan sister. So. <laughs> Um, I normally don't, I I am not the, I always want to be in the kitchen person. I do know how to cook. I ain't talking about just cooking hot dogs mm-hmm. and, and chicken nuggets in the microwave. I actually get down in the kitchen. You know, I am a burger kind of sewer. I make my burgers from scratch. Uh, you know, I cook. I'm not just a fake cook. I cook for real. And a lot of people tell me when you know how to cook sweet potato pies, I mean, you really know how to cook. So um, the origin mm-hmm. story behind the sweet potato pies is, my mom and my grandma always made them for me when I was little. I always was in the kitchen with them. Um, once they passed away, I had already had the whole um, formula to make these pies. Um, it wasn't until I came back home from college one year and my auntie insisted that everybody make something. I said, you know what, I'm going to try to make mm-hmm. these to the pies. And let's just say it had to be a success because every year I got to make some. So... Um, I've got the <laughs> the green light, the thumbs up, the grandma thumbs up from the OG grandmas, the mm-hmm. mothers. They've gave me the good. You know what you're doing with the sweet potato pies. They were good. Some people just not believing that I made these because I actually had to show them mm-hmm. that I was starting from scratch. Had to like record myself doing it. So um, yes, unfortunately, I I know my way around the kitchen. Um, to the to the to the best of my abilities, I really know my way around the kitchen. I've been blessed. If people say, oh, "Yes, I know how to cook," I can tell people I know how to cook. So I will be making pies. Okay, I'm not so anybody. Sure. That... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm going to cook. I'm not sure. Okay, I don't know if I want to do cake this year. I don't know if I want to make greens this year. A cabbage. I don't know if I want to make dressing this year. I kind of want to go, like, the easy route, but I have to I'm see what I'm everybody else is fixing. Or, you know, because it takes a while to do mm-hmm. all of this stuff and tell you, especially when you're fixing it for a certain amount of people. Now, if you're just right. doing, like, a little small pan, it doesn't really take that long, but it takes a lot. It takes you a long time to wash the greens and make sure you clean them really good. That yeah. is a lot of work. Then you have to cut them up. Yeah. And a all lot. of those things. It's a lot of work. But I would prefer to oh, go yeah. the easy route, maybe bake a cake, because I like to either do coconut cake or coconut cupcake. Okay, okay. Be That's like my kitchen. favorite thing to do for either Thanksgiving or Christmas. But that's like my go-to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I make it um, pear cobbler. Now, people don't really talk okay. about it that much, but I actually like it. It's a little bit different than the apple, but if you season it right, it's good with a little ice cream and a mm-hmm. little whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get it. You're yeah. trying to get it in. You are trying to get it in. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. Look, I'm with you. I mean, I'll be, I be on mine, too. I'll be trying to get my cooking in and so I know one thing. I do barbecue very well. I've been. Someone has told me they be like they look upset that I ain't barbecued in a while before it got cold. But I mean, hey, 
you know, I've been busy with, with, with football and all this other greatness, so I think I'm going to try to get one last uh, barbecue out the way. But we have an Indian, uh, like, a, uh, what they call it, Indian summer or something like that, Indian weather. What, I forgot mm-hmm. what they call it when they get, like, real warm, like, on a yeah, random fall sun. day. Okay, yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. one of these Indian summer weekends, I'm going to go ahead and do my last little barbecue, uh, you know, you know, try to make sure I can do it on, like, a Saturday or something so I can chill out for the rest of the day or something like that, you know, indulge in the whole weekend pattern where I get to chill, give me a little drink and get to relax myself and just, you know, enjoy that last little warm mm-hmm. day. Uh, but right now, yeah, Can't we make enough for barbecue. the whole weekend. Oh, yeah, definitely. Eat leftovers, watch TV. Yep, you got the right idea. You have the (laughs) perfect idea. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. That's all I'm going to say. That's the goal. That sounds good. I don't really like to barbecue myself, but I do like to grill famous. Okay. But I use like a stove top grill instead of the, you know, the oh, regular grill with with the coal and all that stuff. Yeah, Ain't so I do like to do that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, uh, you know, you just cook it how you want to cook it. I mean, shoot, if you cook it for yourself, then you cook it how you want to cook it. I mean, even if you cook it for some other people, you cook it the most comfortable way you can. So, I mean, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So you played the last song for the night? Oh, no, I got some more songs I'm going into. I don't even, I understand that uh, tonight I ain't played no rap music, but it's okay. I mean, some days I just like a smooth R&B night, and um, I feel like I'm Can like you in that moment. <laughs> like if if I got the song on my show, I do request. I always do request. If I got it, I tell y'all I got it. If I don't got it, I'll just tell y'all y'all got to deal with what I got. So, so can I do a request? <laughs> if I got it, if I got it, I'ma play it. If I got it, I'ma play it. You know me. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Okay, so I want to hear some Drew Hill beauty. If I got it, I'ma play it. I got them and play, but I'm still gonna give you some R&B music. I'm gonna give you some real R&B music from some great artists. Like I be, let me supporting these people, and they be real, real good singers and stuff like that. So I be having to show them some love. Um, uh, I got something close to it, so uh, <laughs> I'm gonna play it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get something close enough to it. I ain't gonna say if I got it completely. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give you some okay. R&B music. So I got a song that's not close to it, but I got something that's in the realm. A couple songs. So one song I'm beginning to is from this girl from uh, California. Her name is Veronica Tim's. This song is called "In the Mood." Uh, Live right here, OG Radio. I'm here, I know what it is. Way. 
can't hide what you feel inside I'll be waiting up for your love And there's no better feeling than this You know I just can't resist And y'all know this is your women's at KLG Radio, man. I'm still doing what I do. We still hanging out. Me and Amethyst, we doing combo reply. Um, you know, like I said, I'll be, I don't know why I'm in the R&B mood. Just giving y'all R&B music all night. But it's cool, though. Y'all, y'all hanging out with your boy. Y'all hanging out with me and Amethyst. No, we just chilling, you know. We do what we do. Yeah. I definitely like R&B music. I really like a lot of different genres of music, actually, but R&B is definitely a classic. Oh, yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with that. Um, like I said, it's just, you know, something I do, but I don't know why I'm in this mood tonight, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make sure I get a couple more in before we get out of here. Um, we still get, uh, uh, I thought that you posted a list. You had a list of topics. Um, um, segment topics. I don't know if you want to go through all of them, you know what I'm saying, or you want to save some for the next day. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, I just feel like that the list was real, like nice. I know the WBA thing was mm-hmm. on the list. Um, I know some other things that you was on the list too. One more. I want to make sure it was time for the music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got time for that. Um, like I said, you like I said it's your segment, so you pick the topic. Okay, so again, this is the Caramel Reply with your speech segment. An additional topic for tonight is, when is it okay to take a break in a relationship? Now, I always think that it's okay to take a break in a relationship at any time that you feel it's necessary. Personally, I believe that this is how you can avoid some toxic behavior because sometimes people they really want to be in a relationship but they're really not in a mental space to deal with their relationship because a relationship takes a lot of work it's not just about your emotions and your feelings and what's going on with you you have to intertwine with another person so I think that if you feel that you need to take a break a lot of times I feel that this could be healthy and it can stop a lot of bad situations from happening. Because when a person knows that they have tapped out or they're feeling pressure, that's when people start to lash out. And you can say things that you don't mean to say. Sometimes people get violent. And things just get a lot of like crazy. Because sometimes when people reach their breaking point, they don't know how to say, okay, I need a break. I need to focus on self-care. I need to reevaluate myself. I need to see who I am apart from this relationship. So I feel that it's okay to take a break whenever 
needed. Now, yes, nine times out of ten, you're going to hurt the other person, but you need to tell them, you know, sit down and tell them that something's going on. Don't just pop up on social media and then all of a sudden one day you go from in a relationship to single and this person is confused. They don't know what happened. Because a lot of times I think that people let Facebook know first before they let their partner know. So that's what I'll say to that. So what do you think? Can you still hear me? I think we might be having a technical difficulty. I am not deserted. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, that was my bad, that was my bad. I had muted myself. Um, I just, I, yeah, I did, that was my bad, you know. I do, yeah, I did, I messed okay. up. That was my fault because I muted myself out, so, you know. But anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> when I was talking to myself, I was saying that you should take a break from being underneath each other rather than take a break from the relationship. Because when here somebody say, are we taking a break? People take that as, oh, I can do what I want to. Uh, I did that when I was on a break. Or I did that when I was on a break. Don't even worry about it. And, and other things that you don't want to have to happen. So I would say take a break from each other. Um, I would say, fellas, you know, if it's, you want to take a two-day break from being underneath each other, because you have to give each other the, the I miss you factor. So I'm not saying uh, take a break like, oh, um, if y'all underneath, like if y'all like both working from home, um, y'all need to separate for a while, not like be gone away like that. Um, but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. be, get away from each other. Get that I miss you factor. If fellas, if she wants to go on a girl's trip with her girls, let her go. Let her go. You know what I'm saying? If you love mm-hmm. her that much, and it's saying even if y'all, y'all married, you know, let her go. Uh, ladies, if your guy's going on a gas trip, let him go. Y'all need that I miss you factor. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need that I ain't seen you in a couple mm-hmm. of days. I miss you. Stuff like that. It's like you have to understand that sometimes your significant other's happiness does not always mean you doing something for them, you buying something for them, you being underneath them. Like, if they don't feel right, that don't automatically mean you have to be underneath that person. You got to smother that person. Sometimes they may need a break just to be by themselves, just to relax, just to reset mm-hmm. themselves. So when I when, when you when, can come from other people. Right. She, I think she could go. Forget. If you can get yeah. happiness from other people. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's why so I've been she, four and a half friends. Yeah, she go out hang yeah, she go hang out with her friends, let her go hang out with her friends. Ladies, if your guy goes to the bar to hang out with his guys to watch the game, ladies, let him go to the bar. If he at the barbershop he get his head cut and he'll come straight back. Cause he kicking it. He hanging out. Them with the guys. We we, we we do what we do. We know y'all talk whatever y'all talk in the beauty salon, we talk whatever we talk in the barbershop, and ninety five percent of the time we talk in sports. 95% of the time, if we going somewhere to watch the game with the guys, we having a couple brews, we hanging out, we watching the game. We are trying to relax. If your man goes and plays the game in the man cave and he don't see him for a couple hours, let him be down there for a couple of hours, and that may be his vice to get him, you know, over that hump of the day. Um, yes, it's just, it's just, that it's just needs a lot to of go things. in your diva den. Uh, ladies, you can go, in there. go into their diva 
Whatever you go do. If you go get like a she shed or something. You play your own game. You could do some crafting or whatever it is that you like to do. Go into your diva tent or your she shed. It is okay. You can play your video games too. You don't have to play them together. And fellas, look, if she want a she shed, Make sure you get the the make sure you get the the, the man cave. Now she gonna give you the man shed. Uh, y'all got to compromise on the basement because I'm still <laughs> underneath the act the way I want to be in my basement doing what I want to do. Um, but compromise, fellas, yes, you get one in the my other. In my basement, I would definitely want a pool table, a dark table. I want some arcade video games. And a um, like a movie theater section. So like with the movie theater recliner, the movie theater candy, and a popcorn machine. So that is what I would want in my basement. <laughs> and I can honestly compromise with all that right there. Like I look, I I you ain't said nothing wrong down there with the. I don't know. I might replace the pool table with the little the little arcade pop shot game, or I would put a hockey the little hockey table thing in there. I might do mm-hmm. one of them two things. What about foosball? I'm not I'm not too good at that. I'm okay. The, the I ain't good at foosball, so I'll probably put like a like the little hockey, the table hockey joint in there, or mm-hmm. the little pop shot thing, and then you know the the, the movie so what about situation. Table tennis? Uh, I could do table tennis. I can get down with table tennis. You know, just mm-hmm. in case somebody breaks something to hit something, but you know we'll ride with it. So, <laughs> you know, um, that all comes down to. Fellas and ladies, allowing your significant other to have that time to themselves. Um, I feel like um, when you give that person that time, they start they they understand that. Um, and, and like if you're in a serious relationship, you understand there's gonna be a lot of situations where just let that person have their space. It don't mean they don't like you. It just means sometimes they just need them to you know relax and get themselves together. Let that person find a way to miss that person, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, it, it's not that mm-hmm. hard. You know, you just have to understand sometimes that the world doesn't revolve around you and that you are not the superhero in their life all the time. I mean, you can be 85% of the time, but it's like 20%. They may need to go, you know, recharge their own battery. They may not need somebody to save them. Mm-hmm. They may need you to leave so you can save yourself from whatever evil that mm-hmm. they got brewing in a system. Sometimes they might not need the outfit till they Bruce Wayne. Right. They might just (laughs) just leave me the hell alone. Let me, you know, (laughs) let me get myself together. And that's not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. ladies. If we we shut down and we don't want to talk, maybe we're not ready to talk. It may not be something you did wrong that made us mad. We just maybe, it may just been a lot of stuff that happened today that we just like, next person to say something to me, I'm going in. I don't care who it is, and we don't and, and, and we don't intensely just want to go off on the next person we we see. It's just it's so much going on in the world, and we got to process, and it's just a lot, ladies. Same thing. So um, I would just say, don't take a break from relationship. Take a break from being underneath each other twenty four hours of the day, and I think everything would work itself out. I definitely agree with that. So how have you felt about the versus battles? Now, I don't know how many of them that you may have seen, 
but for me, I think it's really entertaining. Well, um, now, when they some first... Of them, uh, some of them, I think it's a yeah. better pairing than the other ones. I, I will yeah. say that. Some, I feel like that it was like kind of rushed for like the performance. Yeah. Because like when you think about it, it's a lot of people that they haven't performed live in a long time. Mm. Yeah. And like, to me, that some of them was like losing stamina and like losing breath. Because they wasn't prepared. Like Bobby Brown and uh, we'll keep with the Bobby Brown keep sweat. Oh man, that was the funniest one because Bobby Brown was being Bobby, and we know he ain't in the best shape. And we just let Bobby be him. Give him a stage and a mic. He's gonna mm-hmm. entertain you. It may not be sounding like cool it now, Bobby Brown, or prerogative, but he gonna do the damn thing. He gonna put on the show for you. So, um, my opinion mm-hmm. when they first started out. On uh, when 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 Timberland and, and, and Swiss was just playing beats, me when mm-hmm. I heard that just that I was like, and, but they really was like, who got the best beats? They was like, yeah, let us know who got the best. And I'm not even gonna be biased mm-hmm. to Swiss. I know Swiss, you know, he, he got New York on lock. Oh no, no, that was issues. Teddy Riley. I would them. get so upset. Oh, yeah, that was Teddy Riley. I was like, they messed up the vibe. And my thing was Teddy, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. You got you you a millionaire. You got your own studio, and you meet them. You can't get your sound man together, Mister Blackstreet himself, Mister New, Mister Guy himself, Mister. I didn't work with Michael Jackson, and every you can't get your sound together, bro. What are we doing in the world today? Well, we can't get Mister New Jack Swing himself to get his music and his sound right. I can't invite to. I like. I can't even get none of my steps in because you ain't got the music right. Mm. I'm just disappointed in that. I was so mad. Like, bruh, what we doing? So, on that note, that was, I was disappointed in that one. Um, I liked the what beginning. What do you think about when, the Diplomats versus Dipset? What do you think about that one? I, I was a, I'm a Dipset fan. I, re, I really am. I wasn't, I wasn't a craze. I'ma wear pink Timberland boots and all that. Cameron dipset crazy, but I was <laughs> I was I, I was a dipset no fan. Hay. I was So oh, did I was you have on the purple for the purple hay? No, I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. have on the purple. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I kept I, I kept I kept my sanity, it kept my Chicago with me. But I am a Jewel Santana fan. I'm a Cam now my cousin, she's a Cameron fan. Yeah. She definitely had a pink that day. She was pink fur, killer cam music playing in the background. Doves flying out, pink Timberlands mm-hmm. with the white and pink T-shirt. She was in. She was locked in, and I can't be mad at her. Yes, but, I like to. I, I would say that I would go with them too, but I. But like looking at the performance, Jadakiss like did a whole job he, on them people. He did. Like he was prepared. Yeah. So that's what you that that's what you talk about. You always prepare. He was like, if anybody call me any time of day. Or night, I'm, I'm ready. You I don't have to get ready. I'm just gonna be prepared. And Jada did what you Jada did. He was definitely prepared. He was trying to show people like, yo, don't don't sleep on New York, bro. Um, there was a couple of other ones. The one I did like, the one I did like was the uh, was it Payla Bill and um, man, who was it? Who who was up there with Patty? Whoever Patty was with, I enjoyed that one. Like I, I enjoyed that one. That one. 
I didn't do, go back and watch that one. You're going to enjoy that one. The one that pissed me off I outside like the... of the fat, the fat Joe and Ja Rule uh, was the mm-hmm. uh, the Isley Brothers because Steve Harvey would, would shut the hell up. I'm like, bro, this ain't about it. <laughs> you know what? Why it made me mad? Because Steve Harvey tried to make that <laughs> segment about him. Every song mm-hmm. you don't need, we don't just play the damn song. Let me have my own memory. Why I got to think about your memory? I don't care about when you was young and you had fucking hair. I ain't asked you for all that. Play the damn song. I'm like, where is where is the Sandman? Where is I turn? Where is somebody? Just, just cut his mic. Why? Why Steve Harvey can't have technical issues? Why Steve Harvey got to say something? We didn't need you, Mister Harvey. Because that was his show. No, it was a versus between with the Ryan, the Isley Brothers. But I it was his show. No, he no, came no, no. Out I, there, I, I assume he was the host. So that's why host he the made show. It his don't show. Don't talk through the whole damn thing. <laughs> I don't care about when you first heard this song. Let me have my moment of when I first heard it. Let me vibe, bro. Let me vibe. I don't need to yeah. vibe with Steve Harvey. Let me vibe on my own. Go down memory lane in your I mind swear. with your eyes closed. By yourself. Imagination station. Mm-hmm. By your damn self. Hop on the imagination Doing station. Doing the dance. On your own. Trying to worry about if you still got it. But you're Steve not was, sure. You think Steve you got it. really thought <laughs> he was in one of them groups. Like you, I don't know if you ever watched the show, and he was with the uh, high tops. He had a high tops moment, like oh yeah. Yes. I'm David Ruffin, yes. and he's the when high When the top funk hit the fan. Oh, that's that, exactly that was what my he song. was doing. When the funk hit the fan. He was definitely <laughs> in it. Yeah. He was super in it, and I'm like, all right, bro, I'm with you, bro. But no, sit down. Anyway, thanks for all that. Um, one other verses I did enjoy. Um, I enjoyed um, uh, DMX's and um, Snoop's uh, uh, verses. I definitely enjoyed their verses because it's just two of my favorite artists mm-hmm. that I kind of rock with. And um, the and and the the sad thing was about that was uh, a lot of people at that time wasn't even like even trying to see who won or lost the verses. That's when the verses it was just like a celebration. I feel like that was just pure just look like I think between them two it was like it wasn't like kind of staged like Gucci and Jeezy's was it was like Snoop mm-hmm. and and DMX was, was really like I rock with you bro I, I love I love who you are I love you my brother it was like real love real genuine real like I rock with you like I support your music for real I was a real fan I really supported what you was doing okay. I really rock with you and the sad part was that was like one of the last times we really saw DMX in his light, and for him to be like months later to just you know be taken from us, it really put um, a lot of stuff into perspective. Not about just music, but just life. And I was just happy that mm-hmm. we got to see uh, DMX get his flowers on that night. To be honest, I don't like saying flowers, yeah. like giving him his giving his salute, giving him his giving his badge to honor, man, or. You know, for DMX and, and and Snoop because those are two guys who, um, man, did a lot for this industry and a lot for the game. Uh, I just mm-hmm. I was happy. I was happy. Um, I ain't been happy with these last couple of ones. Um, uh, just 
I didn't see the one with Big Daddy Kane and them, so I'm I'm currently like watching that one, trying to get more ideas about how they went about it. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's one it's one versus I think I want. I, no, I ain't gonna say I think it's a versus that I do want to see. Um, I want to see Buster Rams and Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that needs that just needs to happen, not just because who's gonna win. I just feel like that. Those two people embark their era because Buster and Missy mm-hmm, were both the, the yeah the styles the comedic the style songs the they videos, made the clothes the videos the clothes mm-hmm. like they embodied their era and they created their own lane and they just did it their way and I think that that is the perfect way to just show some love to them especially Missy because she don't get no like the, the she get love but I feel like. She is way underrated for what she's done, like, as far as writing. Like, I just found out she wrote a song for Beyonce. I ain't even know. I forgot the name of it, but I'm like, she mm-hmm. wrote that? Oh, that's my... So, I think Missy deserves yeah. that versus to be celebrated, and so does Bus, because Bus been my dude for the longest. Even though he's from New York, man, he's just that different. So, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm... You know, I'm I'm cool with the versus situation. Some of them I didn't like, some of them I rock with. So it is what it is. I would like to see like Drew Hill versus One Twelve. Like, that sounds like a good versus. Can we just get Joe to see? Can we get Joe to see at least just to show up? Mm-hmm. Between Casey yeah. and JoJo, I just need them niggas to show up. I don't care if y'all niggas sleep on the side of the stage. Just let Devontae introduce songs. I don't know what the fuck, but y'all niggas gotta show up. Something gotta happen. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, ooh, we, that's still deep, but uh, it's a lot going on. But them verses, I would say during the pandemic really helped us to keep us entertained. Um, I really appreciated them. Uh, I think Eve did want to get somebody. I can't remember. No, was Kelly Eve? I think somebody, Eve I was supposed to do it about. I think Eve was supposed to do it against Tria, but I know that she had to do some. I believe it was changes. It was either Trina or Shauna that she had to do changes because that's when she had found out she was pregnant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I think it I mean. was a lot of stuff that that, that was that was pretty entertaining. All of it is not the best, but I think you can find some entertainment moments in it all. Yeah, I feel like that too. I feel like the verses serve their purpose. Um, I mean, we could keep them going. I'm not too, um, I'm not too keen on not uh, keeping them around, but I mean, they serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so yeah, I think they yeah, serve a I great purpose. And oh, I think they should keep them going. Am I going with the what? That's it. Oh, no, I got some more songs. Song? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't even find it, but <laughs> I got some. The... <laughs> I didn't. What about anything close? Uh, maybe. Okay, that doesn't sound fair. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find it. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie to you, I didn't find it. Um, 
I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I don't have it. I mostly like to be. <laughs> To be perfectly honest with people, I have mainly independent artists on this show. So I try to just mm-hmm. show more love to independent artists. Um, I don't really play uh, same thing. I don't I don't I don't play no mainstream hip hop artists. I and people ask me why, it's because you can go to any other radio station and listen to the mainstream music. And I devoted my radio show to the independent artists because it's already hard enough to get on regular radio. So the fact that I give them mm-hmm. their own platform to play their music, to support their music and all that other stuff. I mean, that's kind of what I, that's kind of the main reason. Now I can play some DMX. I got some DMX on the only club. I did a show on DMX. Um, I can play some DMX, but I, you know, it's just my opinion. But I won't do it mm-hmm. tonight. But I won't do it tonight. Okay. I mean, I I'll could. I'll be waiting. <laughs> what, you want, you want to hit a DMX? Mm-hmm. I mean, I got two choices. See, like... I got, I got okay. slipping, or I got get at me, dog. We could go with either one of them. Get at me. I got you. All right, y'all, we finna play this joint. Y'all know I normally don't play mainstream music, but... Like I said, I'm going to play this one for my man DMX. Rest in peace, my man DMX. Throw up the X for my man DMX. So I'm going to get to the drink. I'll get at me, Dad. Loud dog, right live on OG Radio. Yeah. I'm right here, dog. Where my dog's at? We right here, dog. Where my dog's at? Where must I go to to show you shit is real? And I ain't really never gave a fuck how niggas spin. Rob and I still, not cause I want to, cause I have to. And don't make me show you what's the back. You don't know by now that you slip. I'm on some bullshit that's got me jacking niggas flip. Let my man in there stay pretty. I'ma stay shitty. Cruddy, it's all for the money. Is you with me? Get the bitches, now commit the crime. When it's on, we transform like Optimus Prime. Off on the head, roll out, let's make it happen. We ain't gon' get it with this, we'll take it tap. Bustin' off, dustin' off, it's softest niggas. Money with the biggest mouth, so let's off the nigga. Come on, off the nigga, never made a sound. We ain't too fuckin' hard and he didn't yeah. bust down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, niggas wanna be killers. Get at me, dog. Yeah, niggas wanna fill us. Get at me, dog. Yeah, niggas want the bread. Get at me, dog. Niggas just wonder how the fuck you hit your skirt right under the eye. Masters to 
surprise to the guy. Uh, and one of they men was a bitch in the sky. Yeah. Uh, fuck him with cats and all the more hits and slaughter more kids. Let me holler at you, young and fall the ball. Yeah, I mean, I'm just robbing the eat. And there's at least a thousand of us like me mobbing the street. When we starve and we eat, whatever's there. Come on, you know the cold in the street, whatever's fair. Blood stains and talk, cause your man couldn't walk after the talk about him. Not being on the 11, 33 in New York. Transforming that thing so get it quick. And yo, for real, that nigga cake, can suck my dick. It's gonna take all these niggas in the rap game to barely move me. Cause when I blow shit up, I have niggas falling like white bitches in a scary movie. Ah, you know I don't know how to act. Get too close to niggas, it's like protected by Viper. Stand back. I thought you niggas was killers. Demented. Fuck you on me, bitch. It's cowards. Send it. He wanna fuck with a bitch like me. He's tryna hump on a bitch like me. He wanna ride in the passenger seat, but I told him ain't shit free 50 on three. Ain't shit cheap, drop another G. Ain't shit sweet, cavity to teeth. He about 6'3, ride him like a 10 speed, all up in the whip. He murder for the plea. I only fuck with a nigga got bread, good head, big feet and big beds, low fade, bald head of the dread. Stick shift, I drift, I rev. Christmas, I gift, I sled. Lift, lift, suicide all day. Quick, quick, put the metal to the pad. We crisp, I be the butter for the spread, nigga. Amen. I cruising, I cruising, Medusa the skin. Two different blues, bitch. I'm BB, I spin. Gator paints in the bank, out of I to the M. Rolling in dough, look like pound and. What a coupe too red, but the top dead. Inside looking like Nino. Thoroughbred nigga like a mop head. Got a wrist same color as the Pico. Left for a little minute, now he back down. And the hood popping willies like Rico. Keep a dollar like his first name, Creflo. Presto money, baby, I ain't tryna preach though. Good game, but he ain't tryna ref her. Good game, so he probably you have her. Stone cold for the kill, no wrestler. I got ease on my line, though Tesla. I got Benz on the rims, chrome diesel. Fire with the pipe, the exhaust blow freezel. Candy for the paint, wood grain be the easel. Slick shit, a hundred thousand for the free throw. Let him eat though. Hey, I know it's your boy, Mr. A.K. OG Radio, man. We in the building, man. My girl, Amethyst, she's doing the combo reply. Y'all have an OG Radio, man. I know I did some out of character. Get y'all some DMX. Get at me, dog. Uh, rest in peace, DMX, man. Mm-hmm. Also, I played a joint for my girl, Nola Ryan. It's called Drift. Shout out to Nola Ryan, man. That joint right now is on um, the Brett mixtape series called I Got Next. Definitely go to uh, so, at so, so Brett. On Instagram and the bio link, you can download the mixtape. Support Chicago. Like I said, Nola Ryan's from Chicago. Brad from Chicago. So that is the reason why I do OG Radio, man, to support artists like that. So, you know, definitely go download that mixtape and support all Chicago artists on that joint. Yeah. You definitely have to support. And I'll be doing my job to the fullest. (laughs) Doing my job to yeah. the pillar. So I have one of my friends who's asked me what I do my because um, I've always give out information. I always give out um, ways for women that don't are not sports savvy to survive, like football season, basketball season, whatever like that. So 
Uh, I'm not going to give y'all tips today because, ladies, y'all already in full swing. I gave y'all y'all tips. Y'all should know how to survive this. Now, <laughs> I've been asked next Friday to give out my tips to the guys to let them know what department they fall in, what category they fall into for a woman of their interest. So there's like four different guys or five different categories a guy falls into when he's pursuing a woman. The five categories that women put men into. There's the friend zone. Mm-hmm. There's the Mr. Fix-It. There is the Mr. James, the sugar daddy who gives out money. There is the <laughs> stepdaddy in training, which is the guy that's good with the kids. Mm-hmm. And there's the food dude. So I will be going through those mm-hmm. uh, each Friday coming up. And um, I will let you guys know. What's um, going on with the food dude? <laughs> What's really going on? That's so, what I would like to know. Because I'm not sure who it was, but I've had two questions about the food dude. So I'm What's not the sure. Is this the same person? Is this the no, same no, no, person no, no. or is this no. somebody different? Like I said, it's it's somebody, somebody different. different. Somebody different. Okay. Um, so I see so I see it's food dude season. People say that it's cuddle and cussing season, but I see it's food dude season. Because apparently people are not gonna wanna go outside and make a trip to the restaurant. Nope. So they're gonna call somebody, and be like, Hey, could you bring me something to eat? <laughs> Facts. Sex, sex. Very interesting. Yep, so I'm going to start that. So, I have a question. Have you ever mm-hmm. been the food dude? Nope. You want to know why I ain't never been the food? <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all before the show over why I've never been the food dude. Because, number one, I'm the type of person. I'm ignorant. So, if we finna go hang out somewhere... I'm going to definitely put you on game and let you know that I'm not going to certain restaurants. That right there lets them know, oh, he thinks he cheap. He don't want to spend no money on me. Number one, if I met you for the first time in my life, there's a lot of things I don't do to do for people when I first meet them. I don't spend big money on them. Um, I don't you know, give them the royal treatment. I need to see who you are for real. If I'm like, If it's a situation where I'm trying to like date to get to know this person, no, we're not going to the most expensive restaurant downtown. Well, I feel like if I want to get to know you, I'll take you out to go get some ice cream or, um, like, you know, something simple. Like, I need your attention if I'm really trying to date you. So why would I go somewhere where it's nice and all you're going to do is take pictures of your food and you're going to be on Snapchat like, oh, I'm downtown at the whatever, whatever, or I'm at whatever lobster. No, uh-uh. If I'm really trying to rock with you, trying to get to know you for real, I'm not spending no bread on you. And that don't mean, and ladies, that don't mean that we cheap. That just means that we want your attention. That means we really interested in you, that we want your attention to what we'll take you somewhere. Well, first of all, we not minding spending no money, but there's no requirement saying that I have to spend this amount of money for you to feel like this is a fit your date. When you dating somebody, courting somebody, 
courting the word they used mm-hmm. back in the day to get to know somebody. It should not matter where y'all go. When these people was courting back in the day, you think they was taking somebody downtown or somewhere luxury when they was trying to get to know you back in the day. You, man, look, check it out. Your great grandma, your grandma, you know how she got was to a certain extent. Because the, the, things, the, things are so much cheaper and affordable. I understand so they probably that. <laughs> but, but, but when your great-grandma and them was courting, do you know what he probably took her to the to the little shack? Not the shack, but like the little restaurant that sold the little milkshakes. And they had the little um, the rollerblading people pull up to the cars and take your order. And everything was cheap. Or mm-hmm. fam took you on a picnic or a walk in the park or something like that. Fella ain't spend no bread on you. Yeah, like, let's ride. go for a walk in the park or a boat ride or y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all did something simple. We ain't had to spend a hundred, some two hundred, some dollars. I'm not saying that to say I'm cheap. I'm saying that to say if I'm trying to get to know you and I'm trying to understand who you are and see if I can really build a relationship with you, why would I spend money on you? Like that much money on you. You know what I'm saying? If you get, and that's how you figure out if you the food dude. If she get mad at you because you don't spend a certain amount of money on her, I mean she don't give a damn about getting to know you. She understands you got that bread and you can feed her the way she want to eat. You can take her to the spots that she want to eat at. She don't give a damn about who you are. She don't care about none of that. So why would you date somebody who don't care about your who you are, what you like to do, what your interests are, who you be with, all that good stuff? Nah, bro. <laughs> stop getting, stop getting, stop getting put in that situation. You can kill that. You can kill that real quick. You know what I'm saying? You ain't always got to spend money on a woman to take out. No, spend no two, three plus hundred to to say, oh yeah, I was kicking it with Shorty. If I got to spend my money with you over a hundred some dollars every time I see you, Shorty, I don't want to mm-hmm. see you. You are a bill. You are a liability. You are. You a tax write-off. I don't need that. If I'm trying to get to know you, when somebody really likes you and they want to get to know you, yes, you gradually move up to going downtown and going out to eat. Um, you know, doing certain things. Like, you may meet at the bar for the first time. I may not go to no real restaurant. He may buy you a drink, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, get you something to eat from the bar, and y'all kicking and get to know each other. But ain't nobody supposed there's no handbook said that, that a man first few months that he day he had to spend a certain amount of money and my thing is since y'all ladies on that 90 day rule for sex what if a guy had a 90 day rule saying he only spent oh didn't spend no more than like $30 on you or $25 on you when y'all date when y'all go out on dates to go out to eat would you still want to rock with him after that that he put a he put a price tag not a I don't want to say a price tag but he put like a number on He's not going to spend this much money for the first 90 days. He ain't going to spend over $100 on you if y'all go out first 90 days. He ain't going to well, spend over $100. I'm pretty sure that there are some that would. I'm pretty sure because hey, you a lot know of what? people, that they don't spend that much for dates anyway, even if it's somebody that they're dating for years because a lot of people are frugal. So they're going to always yeah. go the cheapest route. They're going to look for a coupon. Uh-huh. They're going to wait till it's on clearance. Or sales. So some people that that's so, their lifestyle. So I don't really think they would really care. For some so what people I want, they won't care. So what now, I want to do is. Have a cow. So what I want to do is, since this conversation getting real nice on the show almost over with, what me and Amethyst gonna do for next Friday show? We're going to. I'm going to create a. If I can make it happen, I'm gonna create a. And it's gonna be about this conversation. And it's going to be about. Um, 
you know, the food dude and all this. This is probably going to be one of our topics for for our reply. And what I want is I'm going to make sure I get some women and some men to call into our show. And the topic is going to be if a woman puts a 90-day rule on her giving up, giving up some action, would a woman feel a certain type of way if a guy put a, uh, I don't want to say price tag, but a a certain amount of money for the first 90, if he ain't spend more, basically saying if he ain't spend more than $90 on you for the first 90 days, like everything I go on on the date, he not going past $90, like $50, $45, $50, like he don't go past $60, $90. So would you have a problem with a man who wasn't going to take you downtown eating and then like that for the first 90 days and then spend over a certain amount of money? Would you still want to date that guy? And we're going to find out how these women feel about it, and we're going to find out how these men feel about it. So this is going to be the start of, of my, you know, I want to hear five... from the food woman. We That's are what going I want to hear from. I'm pretty sure that there is one. one oh, yeah. Oh, food yeah. woman. I know there so has we... to be some. That's who yeah. I want to hear from is the food woman or women. That's mm-hmm. who I want to call in. So we're going to find out a lot. So this is going to be like the like the first the first like the five type of guys women date this is gonna be the first one we're gonna go straight to the food dude you know what i'm saying we're gonna go straight to the food dude <laughs> and because it's such a hot topic and y'all want to know we're gonna do a poll and i from 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 like tuesday to friday we're gonna make sure that y'all call into the show we're gonna promote this we 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 want feedback from the people because me and her can have this debate we want to hear from the people in Chicago, the people around the world. We want to start getting you guys interacted with what we got going on. And we're going to make sure we get some callers to call in. So we're going to have a small debate about this. We're going to have, I'm going to try to get at least get two guys and two girls so we can really debate on this, this subject. And we're going to make this happen, okay? So with that being said, we're going to close the show out tonight. Um, I can't wait till next Friday because I guarantee you it's going to be one that y'all don't want to miss. It's your boy, Mr. AKOG Radio. Like I said, the end of all my shows, do what you love and love what you're doing. The rest will take care of itself. And Amethyst, you got anything else before we get out of here? Yes, and like as always, that's for the caramel reply, what's your scoop segment? You're supposed to send the stories or questions or topics to me because I like to tailor the questions specifically to that individual. So again, you should send the email to the caramel reply with amethyst at gmail.com. You can always send your questions or stories or topics ahead of time. You don't have to wait until Friday. And that's what it is. We will catch y'all next Friday. Y'all already know my segment. Y'all already know what we're going to be talking about next Friday. So the poll will be out. Um, we will make a uh, poll or uh, just make a uh, post about it uh, starting Tuesday because we're going to drag. I, I, I say Wednesday. We'll drag start on Wednesday to give y'all some time. So Wednesday all the way into Friday, we're going to have a poll posted, and we're going to see what y'all say. And then Friday, I'm going to need y'all to call in and let us know what it is. Uh, we will holler at y'all on Friday. Oh, I guarantee y'all, y'all going to love this next show. 
I'm finna get out of here. We finna get out of here. We love y'all. Y'all stay blessed and y'all stay safe this weekend. We out. See you next week.